This is the World of Sports Network presentation. Sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. It's the G to the U to the R to the U. Monday morning football week four edition. Welcome, man. And today we have a crazy loaded show, man. I'm excited. So we're going to start with, obviously, the Chargers and the Bucks. You know we got to pay homage to the GOAT, man. So we call this the Bolts versus the GOAT ball game, man. And then we got to talk about my favorite cousin with the Vikings taking on the Texans. And Houston, y'all got a Bill O'Brien problem. And then we got to talk about my sleeper shh. Don't tell anyone the Indianapolis Colts versus the Chicago Bears. Don't tell no one about my coach, y'all. And then we got to talk about them brownies, them browns. How about them Cleveland Browns taking on the Cowgirls? And then we're going to move on to New Orleans Saints, man, against the, the Detroit Lions. And I just got to talk about uh, Matthew Stafford. I got something to say about Matthew Stafford. And then we moved on to the Bills versus the Raiders, man. And is Josh Allen the real MVP of the league? Oh, man, I got some. I got something I got to talk about about Josh Allen. And obviously, we got to finish it with the home team, the Hawks taking on uh, the Dolphins. We know Russ was cooking some fish, man. He was on some tuna in South Beach, baby. Let's get this going, man. Monday morning football with the guru so we're gonna start today you know um this morning with uh the bucks tom brady the goat the charges in the bucks obviously the bucks won uh the ball game to go three and one right now leading the division the nfc south looking very very good very good man 31 38 and i know you know because he's the goat america is gonna it's gonna be like oh man brady he threw five touchdowns. I know Brady did his thing, man. 30 for 46. 369 yards and five touchdowns. Yes, that's gonna be one, that's gonna be what a lot of people are gonna talk about. The five touchdown. The connection with Mike Evans. Again, over 100 yards reception. You know, little Scotty Miller. Everybody's happy like the GOAT. Yes, I see that. The GOAT is improving. But, you know, you guys are listening to Monday Morning Football with the Guru because I'm giving you all something different than, 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 than the norm, than the normal media outlet you all listen to. Yes, I'm about that film. I'm about that all 11s. And what I see with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man, it's a team that has a major deficiency that they're trying to hide and mask it, and they're trying to hide it really, really well. But the guru, I see what they're trying to do, and they can't hide it from me. They might hide it from you, but I'm about to explain to y'all and show y'all what they're trying to do. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense is so restricted, and they have major deficiency right now because of Tom Brady's arm strength. Tom Brady right now can't throw the ball, bro. I don't. I, I hope you all see what I could see, right? Tom Brady has noodles arms, man. He got that ramen noodles, man. The one from the Asian store, man. Ain't the one from the, the local market, nah. The one straight from the Asian market, ramen noodles. The ones that with all the Asian letters, you can't even know what it is. But you just know because it looks like noodles, you're like, I hope it's noodles. Yeah, man, that's Tom Brady, bro. 
It's like, did y'all see that pass? Every time this guy, they try to throw a ball outside the numbers. Outside the numbers, it's an issue. Though. It's a floater. Mike Davis picked Tom Brady, pick six once again. That's What is that, two pick six in this season or four games? Two pick six and basically in the same route. We already know he can't throw that route. And the little deep ball he threw to Mike Evans, come on, man. We know he pushed off on, on KC Hayward and all that. And even that ball, that was a floater. There's something up, man. Tom Brady can't keep this up. His arm is not what it is, bro. I don't know if y'all could see it, but I could definitely see it, man. I could see it playing in clear. And he threw the ball 46 times. That's, that's not the recipe that it takes for them to get to where they're at. And when you have Tom Brady, it's a totally different situation. I'm grading you for championship type things, level, right? I'm not grading you in the playoff or, or, or win division type. No, no, no. That's not the reason why Tom Brady got there. Tom Brady got there because he wants to win championship. And that when I talk about the Buccaneers, I'm talking about him in a championship type of class. And for them to be a championship team, they're lacking championship type discipline especially from the one of their best players on the team. I don't like Mike Evans' attitude. I don't like his undisciplined action on the field. He seems like every time he goes against a high-level DB or he gets frustrated, he gets in a, in, a, in a fight on the field, and you can't have that. That could cost you in a, in a playoff, man. That costs you in a big-time situation. And this has been Mike Evans since since I know Mike Evans, since in Tampa Bay, man. He always gets in fight with Marshawn Lattimore. Tom Brady's not used to this type of antics, man. And then the special teams. Bro, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a very good team. Yes. But you know who they are? They are the Kentucky Wildcats. They will be one and done. They are built to be a one and done in the playoff, bro, because of the deficiency. Because Tom Brady can't throw the ball outside the numbers. That's one. When they play against a good team, especially a good defensive team, they're going to condense that middle. They're going to condense the middle, and they're going to force Tom Brady to throw the ball outside the numbers, which we know he can't do. So, yes, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won this game. Tom Brady got five touchdowns. Yes, he got 300 and so yards. Yes, all in all, I see all that. But most importantly, what I see is more deficiencies. They're trying to hide what they really are lacking. They're trying to do a good job of that. But all of a sudden, what I see here, the Buccaneers, and all in all, are the Kentucky Wildcats, John Calipari recruits. They're one and done. Let's move on from one and done to another guy that I hope is going to be done to the Minnesota Vikings versus the Houston Texans led by Bill O'Brien. This was the, the awful ball game, man. You know, the awful ball game, the, the, the two struggling teams. You know, the, the team between you like that and you said we got a problem. You know what? I'm not even going to start on Bill O'Brien first. I'm going to save that, all right? So I want to give kudos. I want to give flowers first to the winning team, the Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings. My man Mike Zimmer and his guys playing hard, man. You know, the young team, they're rebuilding on the low, low. On the Lolo, they're building, especially being so young in the secondary this year, and they're rebuilding defensively. They came out there, man, and did their thing against Deshaun Watson and company, man. They did their thing, man. And my man Dalvin Cook, hey, this is this is the recipe, right? This is the recipe for the Minnesota Vikings right here, bro. This is it's a simple recipe. 
My man Kirk Cousins was 16 for 22. 16 for 22 for 260 yards and a TD. I love that. You like that? I love that. You know why? Because Dalvin Cook had 27 carries for 130. 27 carries for 130 and two TDs. You know why I love that? Because Dalvin Cook got more touches than um, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins threw 22 times. Dalvin Cook ran 27 times. Dalvin Cook is what leads the Vikings. It's not Kirk Cousins. You win in spite of Kirk Cousins. Not because of Kirk Cousins. You win because of Dalvin Cook. And you feed Dalvin Cook, man. And for your little millennial kids, speaking of Dalvin Cook, man, when I see this dude play, he runs so hard and violent and so explosive. I'm telling you, I, every time I see me, remind me of Sonic the Hedgehog, man. I used to play this game, man. Y'all kids, y'all millennial don't know, man. He used to call Sega Genesis back in the old days. Yeah, it's called Genesis. Yeah, there was this, this so-called this game, Sonic the Hedgehog. Y'all go Google that. That's what y'all do. Google that. My man Sonic and Tail, my man Dalvin Cook remind me of Sonic the Hedgehog, man. When he start rolling, he just like a pinball, man. And plus, I don't know if it's the hair or the little purple thing he got going on, man. But I love the way the Minnesota Vikings are built. I mean, they're built. I love the way. I love the, the new kid, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. It looked like, you know what I'm saying, they just replaced uh, my man, um, Stephon Diggs, boom, with Justin Jefferson. Like, it's a, it's a no-brainer. I love that, man. And you know what? The Vikings stuck to their recipe and stuck to their script, and that's why they got that W. And let's talk about the guy who don't even know how to get a W. Let's talk about the normal Google talk about his Bill O'Brien rant. Oh, yeah, Google, yeah, I know. I know, I got. I can't wait. I'm rolling up the sleeves right now, man, because I've been waiting for this dude, man. The worst Bill in the history of coaching, in the history of the world, man. It's embarrassing, man. He embarrassed all the Bills out there, man. I'm talking about from the Bill Walsh, the Bill Parcells, man. Even my man Bill Donovan, man. You know, even Bill Clinton. Man, all the bills out there. Even even the, 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 the light bill. I'm talking about the car bill. You know what I'm saying? All them bills out there. The Buffalo bills. Of all them bills, the worst bill of them all is Bill O'Brien. I'm telling y'all, man. I'm just, I don't know what else to say about this dude, man. I don't know what else to say. Everybody's seen this. Brandon Cooks. What are you doing? You got Will Fuller? You think Will Fuller's that guy? You see that catch? That Will Fuller didn't catch? Oh, I wish you had D-Hop, right? Oh, wait. You did have a D-Hop. You did. He's the worst Bill in the history of humankind, bro. In fact, I'm not even going to call him Bill no more. He's, he's just Bob, dog. He's Billy. He's Billy the Goat. Billy O'Brien. That's what it is. I ain't going to embarrass all the Bills out there, man. Billy O'Brien got to go. I've been saying this for years, man. He's embarrassing my man. Hurt my man D. Watson's career, man. Houston, people, somebody got to do this, bro. Somebody got to get Bill O'Brien out of there, bro. Or y'all going to be like this for years to come, man. Y'all going to be like this for years to come. And with that, I'll be back after this station identification. 
You are listening to Monday Morning Football with the Guru. For more sports content, visit youtube.com slash world of sports network. So, man, I'm excited. I got to talk about my Colts, man, my sleeper. So I'm about to get you awoke on this, man. The Colts are a very good team, bro. Like, y'all, <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to tell you all on this, bro. The Colts are very very, very good team, dog. Every aspect of the Colts, they're built for this league, dog. They're built right now, bro. The Colts went to Soldier Field, man. Went to Chicago with the hot, you know, Nick Foles and just handled business accordingly, man. This team is built to just play anywhere in, like, anywhere on the road, away, uh, at home. It don't matter. Like, this team is built like a cold weather outside team, bro. Like, the way this team is built, man. Like, I just love the makeup of the Indianapolis Colts. Like, sneaky. Phillip Rivers, old savvy vet, becoming a game manager. No more just throwing the ball out there. Like, OG Phillip, 16 for 29 for 190, a TD, and no pick. That's, that is exactly how the Colts are built, bruh. Because you know what they want to do? They want to run that ball, baby. They want to run that rock. The Colts are run first team, bro. Run first team. But what what people are not realizing about the Colts, though, is that I don't even worry about the offense because, you know, Jonathan Taylor run first team. Uh, we all know. I think people are already know now about the Colts offensive line. I think that's a that's a world-known thing. We, they know they got Quinn Nelson is the best offensive lineman right now. They, they all, we understand the Colts offensive line. But one thing, as a guru, I got to put a spotlight on and you guys are not focusing on this. The Colts defense, bruh. Y'all know I'm all about that defense, bruh. And the Colts got an outstanding defense. And they got a championship defense. And ain't no one is talking about them, man. I know they're nap time. I know it's called nap time. No, 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 boy. I'm out of woke y'all in nap time. Y'all better stop sleeping in nap time, bro, because y'all got an outstanding defense, and it's a top five defense in this league in every level, bro. Guys ain't understanding, man. DeForest Buckner was an amazing, amazing offseason trade right there, man, transaction. He was worth a first-round draft, man. Ain't no rookie going to come in and have the same um, impact as this dude, bro. You have an all-pro caliber in your D-line. Darius Leonard is the best linebacker in all of freaking football. Hands down, bro. Y'all better stop it. Y'all better stop. Y'all better stop this nonsense. And y'all go to Naptown. Because I got to make y'all, I got to wake y'all up, bro. The way they'll build out their Naptown. Darius Leonard, put the game film, put the films on, man. Because I just talk about the straight up films, bro, about the analytic, not about the analytic. I don't want to hear about them numbers. I know I love my man Big Wags and all that. I'm talking about impactful play. Put the put the tape on, bro. Put the tape on on Darius Leonard, man. The best coverage linebacker I've seen since since Derrick Brooks, bro. The eye on the sky don't lie, man. The numbers could lie, but the eye on the sky don't lie. The whole linebacking core, man, Anthony Walker, my man, Bobby Okiri, Orikiri, whatever his damn name is, man. Okiriki, yeah, that's his damn name. My African brother, Okiriki, my bad dog. My guru is on some sativa right now, my bad dog, Okiriki. 
Y'all sleeping on Napton's defense, man. They got the number one um, point defense in, in football, man. They only give up, what, 15 points a game, bro? Like, y'all sleeping on them, bro. They don't give up no points. 15 points, number one. It ain't the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. It ain't Baltimore defense. It ain't the usual suspect, bro. It is the Indianapolis Colts, homie. And hey, y'all better stay. Y'all better get woke, dog. I know they call Naptown, but I'm about to wake y'all up. I know your nickname is Naptown, but I'm finna wake y'all asses up because that defense for real. And y'all got a championship defense, and y'all are my sleeper. Y'all are the Google sleeper, baby. Don't wake my nap time up. I told you, my bad. I want to wake y'all up, but I'm going to set the alarm so I can tell y'all when to wake up. How about that? I'm finna put the alarm on for y'all, man. I love me the Colts, man. The Colts are a sleeper, man. They got everything you need. They got a running game. They got a defensive game. And they got a veteran quarterback that's been through battles. That has been through battles in the playoff. That's seen the Belichick's. This went right against the Andy Reid's. I'm talking about guys that got a badge. And my man, Philip Rivers, got that badge. And the Indianapolis Colts is... My badge. Let's move on, man, from the Colts. Move on, because we got to talk about them boys. How about them Cowboys? What's going on in Big D, man? What's going on in Big G? Big D, Jerry World. What's going on, man? Dak and, and company. Mike McCarthy. What's going on with the best offensive team, the best talent, the most talented roster since... Since since football existence, what's going on, man? I know what's going on in Dallas. They're getting exposed for what they are, man. Exposed for what they got no D and big D. They ain't got no D and big D, dog. They ain't got that's the big 12 over there, man. The big 12, man. <laughs> so let's talk about the Cowboys, man. Getting well, they just got ambush over there, man. I ain't even going to worry about Dak's useless stats, what he always does, man. And you all know I love me some Kevin Stefanski, man. You all go check out the content. What was my number 23 ranked coach or 22, whatever the hell he was. You know what he's doing? He's running the hell out the ball. He's taking the ball out of freaking Baker Mayfield hands. This is the same guy that took the ball out of freaking Kirk Cousins hands, bro. This is the same guy, man. He went to Dallas, bro. Bro, the Cowboys gave up 307 yards rushing, bro. 307 yards rushing. I mean, first of all, they were one of the worst pass defense. And now, they're one of the worst rush defense. Like, you, this, I mean, I, it's not even a defense in Dallas, bro. I don't even know what it is. I know one thing, Mike Nolan, old-ass philosophy. Mike Nolan, like, y'all talking about this ain't the, the 2001, bro. 2002, dog, Mike Nolan was a, the last time Mike Nolan was a good D coordinator, that was pre, YouTube didn't even exist, bro, I, like, there wasn't even no such thing called a podcast, what I'm doing right now, right, the last time Mike Nolan was a good defensive coordinator, you know what I'm saying, like, there was no such thing called a podcast, it was called a radio, dog, you know what I'm saying, it was called a straight AM, FM radio, now they got a fancy thing calling it, it's called a podcast, yeah, that's how, that's the last time Mike Nolan's defense was worth a damn in this NFL, bro. 
That was pre-Facebook, pre-YouTube, bro. Man, this is... And you gonna bring this... Come on, bro. Come on, bro. This game is far... But the game is... The game moved past this dude, man. This dude is like a Blackberry and I'm using an iPhone, bro. I moved past a Blackberry home slice. You think I'm still gonna try to use a Blackberry? Hell nah, bro. I'm gonna look like a fool. Just like Mike Nolan and the damn Cowboys defense. Y'all look like fools out there, man. Y'all better step up the technology, dog, on the defensive side of the ball. No, I give y'all your flowers, though. On the offensive side, y'all get a lot of useless stats. But hey, hey, yo, it is, hey, y'all, if y'all like analytics out there, y'all like stats and all that, yeah, that's good. Dak is straight fooling y'all to get that money, dog. Dak is giving you all the most. Dak might be the most useless stats, dude, bro. He might be the. Dak is like James Harden, dog. He's a James Harden of freaking NFL, bro. Useless stats, dog. Who cares about the? Who cares? Five hundred yards. This I don't. I don't care, bro. I really don't. I'm watching this. Who cares? They're down by forty points, bro. Like I played this game, bro. If I'm up by forty, you know what I'm thinking of, man. I ain't finna just get hurt out here, man. I'm just chilling. You got a couple of yards here and there, cool. I ain't tripping. I ain't tripping. Just like if you got it, dog. You know what I'm saying? If you got paper, dog, you ain't worried about spending here and there because you got it, dog. But if you ain't got it, you're going to be penny pinching. So if I got a 40-point lead, I'm like, I got it, Slim. I'll let you get a little some-some here, man. I'll get you some-some that. It don't matter to me. I still got it. That's what a useless stats is. It's just useless, bro, because the other team don't care, homie. You know what I'm saying? What I say, it ain't, it, it ain't tricking if you got it. It ain't, you don't care. It's useless. All this, that, it's, bro, man, I'm, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, man. The most important thing you all got to focus on is this defensive side of the ball, dog, because Alden Smith can't be the savior. This dude didn't play football in five years, six years, bro. You can't rely on Alden Smith to be the reason to end up be your homie. Nah, man. I mean, this was a shellacking. This was embarrassing. Odell kicking. He was playing soccer in, the, in, in Big D, bro. Like, it was, it was the international soccer or something over there, man, in Dallas. We don't even play soccer in freaking America. What's wrong with y'all, man? He kicking football. He kicking football in Dallas just laughing, dog. Baker Mayfield. That's embarrassing, homie. That's embarrassing. All this analytical nonsense going on in the league. Mike McCarthy's an analytical genius. Yeah, we trying to speed this game up. You better slow this game down because your defense leaking, cuz. She's leaking. So for real. Leaking. Y'all don't know about that. Y'all millennial kids, man. Y'all go Google that song, man. Y'all don't know about that, man. Shake it like a salt shaker. Shake it like a salt. Y'all don't know about that, dog. Y'all know about that salt shaker. That was pre-corona epidemic, dog. That was shaking that salt shaker, boy. Y'all don't know about now. Now you can't even shake no more salt shaker out here no more. You got that corona, that corona shaker. Anyways. I'm done with the Cowboys and Dak, man. I'm done with the boys. They're in the NFC East, dog. It don't matter. They could lose. They could lose 11 games and still make it to the playoff. That's a crazy thing. I'm not even overreacting, dog. It's, I'm done with the boys. What? They're second place in the division, bro. They're second place in the division, bro. Like they're getting embarrassed. That's how embarrassing the division is.
That's how embarrassing the division is, man. So I'm going to take a break from the NFC least and go to a division that at least is a little bit better than the NFC least. Stay tuned. You are listening to Monday Morning Football with the Guru. For more sports content, visit youtube.com slash world of sports network yeah yes sir yes sir yes sir it's the g to the u to the r to the u monday morning football appreciate y'all for tuning in man while i got y'all put tuning in man let me hear y'all man go ahead follow like comment share you guys know how this social podcasting or YouTube, however y'all listening to this, man. However you listening to this, y'all follow that instruction, all right? Yeah, I'm sure there's some instructions somewhere. <laughs> Speaking of instruction, man, let's talk about the Saints and the Lions. You know, people always laugh at me, man. I got producer right here. She be like, you always say Saints. Yeah, the Saints. Yeah, I be saying the Saints. Anyways, the New Orleans Saints versus the Detroit Lions. My Detroit Lions. Y'all know I love me some Lions. It's like I got that love-hate relationship. Me and the Lions, me and Kirk Cousins. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. The Saints just did what they did. Like, I, this is an apology. I apologize, bro. The Saints went and handled business in Detroit. But once again, they did play the Lions, though. Um, they just went in there just ran the ball, bro. Like, forget everything they're going to do. Like, we got one of the best offensive line in football. We're going to protect Drew Brees, and we're going to get Emmanuel Sanders involved, and that's what we're going to do. It's plain and simple. And the Lions are going to be the Lions. It's just we do what we do. The Lions are going to do what the Lions do, which is they always just, just fall short. Like, I'm telling you, the Lions are just American losing sweetheart. Like, you know what I'm saying? The color, like, how is the lion color blue? Like, that just baffled me every time I even look at him. Like, who is just, it's so cute. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't take him seriously. Like, who takes him serious like a blue lion? You know what I mean? Nobody take the Detroit Lions seriously. The New Orleans certainly Saints certainly didn't take him seriously. Uh, and that's what it is. So, Matt Patricia, Matthew Stafford, any. I just, I can't stand Detroit. I can't lie to y'all, man. I can't lie to y'all because they got everything they need, but they just, it's Matthews. I don't, I don't know what it is. It might be because they have a blue line. It's probably because they're cute. I just don't know what it is, but I apologize to, to Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints because last week I was talking gangster crap, man. You know what I'm saying? I was talking some gangster crap against the New Orleans Saints. And I said, I said, oh, gee, I'm going to come up and eat my own words, man. I'm going to eat my words. My bad, cuz. My bad. Y'all ain't out of it. My bad from the way it looks like it. When Mike T come back with this offensive line, my bad. Y'all still in it, man. It's still early. The New Orleans Saints is still in it, man. I take that back. I take that back. But you know what? I ain't going to take nothing back. The Buffalo Bills and my man Josh Allen. Y'all know what I said about him, the best, worst quarterback in football. I ain't going to take none of that back, baby, because my man is a winner because he's the best and the worst in the same time, at the same time. In like one minute, he's the best. Like, oh, my God, this guy's throwing dimes. My man throwing dime bags out there, man. I call him the dope boy. He throwing dime bags to Steph Diggs. And then all of a sudden, he's throwing some 
You know what he's doing, man. He's just doing some ridiculousness, dog. He's getting sacked when he don't supposed to. He's just doing dumb stuff, dog, in, in clutch situation. I could tell you about Josh Allen. He's a winner, man. He's a ball player. There's something about to say about a guy that just, it's like, forget all the numbers. Like, forget all this. I know he's like, a, oh, he's, you are looking at his statistical numbers. Like, forget all that, man. There's something to say about a guy like, we, this dude just, we seen his development. The guy that's just a battle. Like, he just battles out there, bro. There's something to say about a guy, an alpha guy that's just fight, bro. Win, lose, or draw. We all like to see a fight and a fighter, man. That's just what it is. This, especially being a male, dude, we like to see a fight, a fighter, a storyline, somebody that improved. My man Josh Allen is that dude, man. As much as I like to, you know, try to, I poke fun of the guy because he does some dumb jock stuff. I call him A.C. Slater. You know what I'm saying? I laugh at the guy because he's laughable. Look at him, man. He's laughable. He look like somebody you want to laugh at. But yet, he produced. It's like, what the hell? You can't be a class clown and still got the best grade in school, dog. It just don't make no damn sense, bro. But you know what? Hey, if it don't make sense, what they call that an oxymoron or anomaly, they got names for that. You know, that's what he is. He's an anomaly, an oxymoron. I like to say oxymoron. I was always like, I just like to just use the word oxymoron. Like, I'm like, damn. I used to say that in school, man. They never got in trouble. Like, you oxymoron. <laughs> oh, man, I'm tripping, man. I'm tripping. But you know what? You know what I ain't tripping about, though? The Bills um, defense, bro. The Bills has the highest IQ. The secondary part was the highest IQ in all of football, bro. Like, I'm talking about the Buffalo Bills. I'm talking about Jordan Poirier. I'm talking about Michael Hyde. I'm talking about um, Trey White. I'm talking about, man, Josh Norman. I'm collectively, those dudes IQ with Sean McDermott, one of the smartest young defensive mindset in the game right now, bro. Hey, man, I, hey, if y'all want to do a standardized test of uh, NFL, I'm talking about a standardized test of defense. Hey, man, I'm telling you, dog, the Bill Secondary will be one of the best out there, bro. Do that old school Scantron. I ain't going to do that click on the tab, no. That tablet. Nah, that's cheating. I want a number two pencil. An IQ test with a number two pencil. Sharpen that joint. The yellow one, man, with the eraser. The Bills got the smartest, the most IQ safety, and you can just tell, bro, like, I love this. Set. I love the makeup of the Bills, dog. I love everything about the Buffalo Bills, and that's why they one of going to be the scariest team in all in, in the whole division. I know they're talking about uh, the, the Patriots and Kansas City, but hey, watch out for the Bills because Josh Allen is a winner, and they got the smartest defensive backfield in all of football. From the smartest, so now probably. The best. We finna talk about the home team, the Hawks taking on the Dolphins, bro. I mean, what can we talk about this game? What did I see about this game? What did I see and analyze about this victory to get us a 4-0, huh? Uh, you know, I got to take that, that sip of that home victory coffee. Yeah. 
the Pacific Northwest, yeah, bougie coffee. <laughs> so what I like about this, first of all, it's I like aggressive Pete. I call this was an aggressive Pete game, bro. Pete did some aggressive things in this game that Pete, the old Pete, old Pete didn't do. This is the new Pete. I think Pete has been doing some, some. I don't even want to say the word, but I think he's been doing some analytics, bro. You know the guru don't mess with analytics. I'm all about the analytics. But look, there's a certain scenarios out there, situation that I I know for sure the old Pete wouldn't do, but the new analytic Pete. Oh yeah, bro. Oh yeah, there was a scenario in the second quarter, fourth and three, bro. Fourth and three. I think they were about the either the 18 or the 28 yard line, and they went for it. I'm like, what in what the heck is going on? Take that three, that easy three piece chicken, baby. What's wrong with that three piece chicken, man? You ain't trying to get that with that barbecue sauce and some French fries on the side? Nah, man. Pete trying to get greedy. He trying to get that five course. But he want that steak, baby. He want that roost Chris, man. Send that check, by the way. But you know what? Russ got sacked. But I was like, whoa. Damn, Pete. I was kind of shocked. That's aggressive Pete. And you know what else? When he was 29 seconds left in the first half, Pete let Russ cook. He let Russ cook some fucking fish, bruh. It took him 29 seconds all the way for the end zone with a big plate of David Moore. I'm talking about that Pete is aggressive. Like, I ain't never seen aggressive Pete offensively. Like, this is the new Pete, bruh. This is the new Pete, and I love it. And I'm loving it like McDonald's, baby. I'm loving it, Pete. You know what else I'm loving? The defense, man. The defense really look they, they look way better this week, bro. They look way better this week than they did. Like they held the 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 Dolphins. They didn't give up a touchdown until field goals, man. So field goals, like this is the defense that's. I mean, come on, man. You know this one of the. I mean, we saw it. I don't got. I don't even got to give you the numbers. We saw it. We saw Dak, Cam. Everybody was going again. Five hundred yards, bro. We saw it, but they stepped up, man. My man Shaq got another pick, stepping up, trying to get paid. Overall, I just love it, man. Diggs coming out there in replacement. My man, despite all the injuries without Jamal Adams, the team still played. Now, I love what we're doing over here, man. You know what I'm saying? I know we're still there's still some missing link, still need some pass rush. But collectively, I like what's coming, man. Flowers, Trey Flowers, uh, I want my I want Dumbo to come back. Jamal Adams to come back. But all in all, being 4-0 right now, with the way Russ is cooking, with Tyler, with Chris Carson, DK, oh my goodness, bro. I don't even know what else to say about this team, bro. Like right now, everything is hitting in all cylinders, man. Anything you could, like Schottenheimer is calling outstanding plays right now, bro. Clicking. Russ is hitting every ball. The ball he threw in that back of the end zone, bro. It was amazing though, David Moore in the back of the end. I mean, he's just, it's like recess Russ out here, man. Like, Russ is playing recess football out here. It makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. But it makes W, though. 
It makes no sense, but it makes a lot of wins. And in Seattle, we'll take that all day long. And now, I want to move on to the Monday Night Previews real quick. I want to talk about the Packers and uh, on the Falcons real quick. My thoughts. Packers are a better team. Plain and simple. Green Bay Packers should win this game, and they should win this game decisively, easily. Double-digit win. It should be a 31-21 type of ball game. Not over Anna Island is. LaFleur is on fire. Aaron Rodgers is an MVP candidate. Aaron Jones is leading the league in basically every rushing categories right now collectively. So I expect Green Bay to win this Monday night game. And we all know the COVID game between the Chiefs and the Patriots. I don't care if this game is COVID game, if this game was played today, if the game is played tomorrow, if the game is played next year, any, yeah, as long as Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and those guys and everybody in the Chiefs weaponry is available. And especially with Cam Newton catching that covert and he's not playing, this is going to be a match. This is, I don't, I don't care what Bill Belichick does, Andy Reid is going to just, this is going to be a beat down for Kansas City, man. I see a 10-point-plus a, a victory for Kansas City, especially with Brian Hoyer being the quarterback, with Cam Newton being on quarantine. This is Monday Morning Football with the Guru, Week 4 edition. Thank you all for listening. See you all next week. I am out.